All right, so you are joining us for our second Real Stories podcast. Bethany is wanting to laugh this I'm time, but she has in. not. Um, Actually I'm containing yeah, it into a large smile. That's what she's trying to do. So, <laughs> so yeah, we are here today. Um, I really enjoyed uh, last time we got to talk to Kristen. Um, it was funny. I was telling her that um, I was listening to the comments about cats again. And uh, um, it kind of made me excited thinking about all of our weird, crazy cat stories that we Did have. Did it make you want to get a kitten? That's a question. No, I'm not getting a kitten. Stop what? asking about a kitten. Wait, Shh. I have a question. Uh-oh. How many dog beds have you been through now? Uh, we are <laughs> on number four, I think. This, the, the I elevated, think it's and, it's, and, and it's worked. It's nice. worked. There's it's worked. a small bite in it. But a she Biden? hasn't just a bite. Like she oh. took a bite. Yeah, she took yeah. a bite out of the side, but she hasn't done she hasn't done any real damage. So so that I mean that's exactly this is exactly the way these podcasts should start is by me randomly talking about things because yeah. that's pretty much our life, right? Um mm-hmm. and so but we are super excited to have the man, the myth, the legend <laughs> Justin Spratt with Justin us uh, it, there is <laughs> i see a yo, lot of people yo. don't do that right do that justin spratt that's do right do you do that is that uh, what i'm like i do cross both t's when i sign i bet you do i don't usually speak it yeah. yeah it is there the second justin one's silent <laughs> mr spratt uh so I we're like super that. excited like to have justin with us to record uh, this uh, this version this is for the April edition um, and so we'll be um, dropping this actually on Easter day on Easter day Beautiful. yeah so this will be coming out and so we're excited to be able to um, talk with Justin today hear a little bit about his own walk his own story his um, real story yeah, so this is the resurrection resurrection podcast that's exactly yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I think um, um, I think we're up to 125 thousand followers now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's that was quick. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Um, so, oh, do we have any followers? Yet? You got to keep like, them engaged, man. And how many campuses are we up to now? Um, this is our first, just yeah. the first uh, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, very Justin, well. if you go and follow it and we follow, that's three already. So, oh, and I'll share. It. I mean, so, yeah. like, so this I'm is not, this, I'm not afraid to share it. That's good. You should. But this is also on the real church page, yeah. not. So yeah, we already had followers. Oh, we okay. did already have followers, just so you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. How do you? <laughs> so we're excited to have Justin here. Um, and so, you know, you guys who maybe listened to last month's when we had Kristen here, you'll be kind of familiar with the format where we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about um, Justin's journey, um, where he's at in his walk with Christ, kind of how he um, came to know Christ, a little bit about maybe um, how he's connected with the real church family here, uh, but uh, really just an opportunity to get to know someone else in the body of Christ. That's the purpose behind this podcast is we drop this on relationship week with the idea that you're going to be able to engage, learn a little bit more about someone that maybe you wouldn't learn, you know, just by sitting around or, or being in church service or whatever it is. It actually gives you a little bit more exposure to what the real story is. And yeah, I'm pretty transparent, but I don't go, uh, you know, just hearing yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 think, I think it's funny because uh, you're. I mean, you're not the only person like that. I, look, I'm a very um, shy person, right? Yeah, right. No. Uh, <laughs> I was no. like, what? Beth was like, wait, what just happened here? Like, um, do, do you really feel but, like that? About but that? even <laughs> even in that, right? Um, you don't always get an hour to sit down and tell your story, right? You know, and so this is this is really a different um, a different way to go about sharing your testimony, right? We know what the Word of God says that we overcome by the Lamb. And and the word of your word of I just got scared all of a sudden. Man. Like I'm totally gonna mess this up I'm right now. I'm just glad he put you on the spot, not me. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, is that right all of a sudden? We I overcome just... by hitting the gas and going Holy fast. Holy Spirit, remember right now. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we're we're super excited to have Justin with us today, um, and uh, be able to tell a little bit uh, about his story. And so for those who maybe aren't aware who the Spratt man is. Um, that's going to be my thing. I'm gonna yeah. keep, I'm gonna, that's going to stick. It's just going to happen, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not plan it. It just happened. Mr. When you're Spratt. just doing like raw podcasts like this, it's. I think it just happens you naturally. Just that, that's pretty raw. Yeah. Like when you don't turn the mic off before the second tee. No. That's, that's raw, dude. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So, I mean, tell us, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you know, um, I, I know you're 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 here. You're a Goshen boy, but maybe tell us just a little bit um, about yourself, your family, um, and uh, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so now that I'm on the spot, I, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Larissa's gonna be like, that's the first time that he's been at a loss for words. She's like writing it down. She's right. carving it into a tablet. Your name I think. Is Justin. Yeah. Well, it, it is. My name is Justin, and uh, my last name is Sprett. Um, I, I, I'm just still stuck on being called a Goshen boy. Like, I don't know whether to feel <laughs> you proud. Know, proud. That's yeah. it. Is yeah. that what it That's is? Exactly yeah. what I do have we are going on six Goshenites. years in here, but yeah, you've been here for a while now to be called that by a, by a lifelong <laughs> Goshen nerd. Uh, what do you call yourself? Um, the Goshen man. man. Is the man. what I call myself. Goshen, Goshen man. man. Goshen he was man. the first Goshen man. man. Yeah. There's a big story behind <laughs> yeah. that, but we won't, we won't yeah. crack that one open we won't yet. Steal the, the yeah, story. So, uh, uh, as some of you that will listen to this might know, uh, I have a uh, past that uh, included addiction, and um, I come from a long line of addicts and alcoholics, and uh, so, you know, I was pretty much caught with that generational curse uh, from the get-go. Um, that's all I was around growing up. That's all I knew, and uh, that's who I became as I, be- as I got a little older. Uh, you know, I was, I, I, I did know Christ as a young boy. Um, I went to church often. Uh, I, I didn't really have a relationship with him, per se, uh, you know, to the extent that I would have liked to or, or, or I know now that I should have. Um, but with that being said, uh, I moved to my dad's at about 12 years old, and that's where I really started to, uh, to take a dive. Um, he was never around. He was a bad alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He did work every day i mean uh he was a functioning alcoholic but he would leave work and be at the bar or uh at his local you know uh alcohol pickup spot yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know i pretty much was left to do what i wanted and that led to trouble and addiction and you know wrong uh bad friends and being in wrong places at uh i don't know if it was the right or wrong time <laughs> right yeah yeah but uh you know long story short uh you know i spent over 20 years of my life uh playing with drugs and alcohol and uh you know i have four kids one will be 20 next month one will be 17 uh this month um my other one's 11 my other one's year and a half and uh you know it's hard for me not to feel like i failed my first three uh but I'm learning now that, you know, that that's not the case. Um, I'm not a failure. Uh, you know, God, God had to take me through those tests to give me this testimony. So, yeah. Um, with that being said, he also blessed me with my youngest, I think, as a opportunity to uh, redeem myself as a father. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, needless to say, she's got my heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's oh, got yeah. my heart. Uh, she's, they, at home they say man she's got you wrapped around her finger i don't deny it that's <laughs> with girls and dads little girls like man and they rip your heart out well see here's the thing my oldest i was that way with too yeah and uh i ended up losing my license i had just started uh an apprenticeship through the iron workers back then uh when i was with my oldest daughter's mother and um i ended up losing my license uh got pulled over without my license lost my car and uh, so that left me, you know, pretty much stranded. We lived in Seven Mile at the time, and there's not much around. Uh, yeah. My daughter's mother worked at the corner store there right next to our house. But, uh, you know, there was no way for me to find employment. But I somehow found a way to go with my buddies and drink and play music and party. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that happened one night. And uh, I came home, went to bed, and I was woke up the next morning by uh, her telling me that she was leaving. She was taking my daughter. And uh, anyway, that crushed me. Absolutely yeah. crushed me. Uh, I tried to make it work. I tried to do what I had to do to to, to make that right. And uh, it just didn't work out that way. So that led me to uh, very near, uh, very near to a suicide attempt. Yeah. 
uh, it wouldn't have been an attempt. I actually uh, rode my bicycle down to the highway and uh, in Forest Park at that time. Um, and I was just waiting on the next truck. Wow. Yeah. And, how, uh, how old were you then? Uh, 21. Wow. 21. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I st I'm standing on the edge of the highway. It's it's nighttime, um, so there's not a whole lot of traffic. But I'm standing there, and my plan is literally to run out in front of the next semi that comes by. Mm. And uh, I looked up at the overpass, and a thought crossed my mind: Listen, she's not gone forever. She's going to want to know who you are one day, and you have to be there for her when she mm. does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I hopped back on my bike and rode it to my aunt's house, my home at the time. Uh, this was just a day after they left, because when they left, I also packed my stuff and went to my aunt's house. So, <clears throat> um, so I rode back home. Uh, again, like I said, I, I was working night shift at Kroger. Uh I was a cashier and I stocked, um, actually put in for a transfer to West Virginia, which is where they, they moved to, where she, my daughter's mother was from. And um, <clears throat> like I said, I was trying to work that out. And uh, it just didn't. It just didn't. And it crushed me. Uh, then I, I jumped into another relationship that was bad. I just, you know, I was lonely. I felt like I couldn't do this by myself, and mm -hmm. I just jumped at the first thing that that came my way, which was a huge mistake, uh, almost entirely. Um, and I say almost because my second daughter came out of that relationship, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, <clears throat> but again, she grew up without a father that was focused on being a father. Yeah, and uh, so. You know, she was in and out of my life, back and forth from my house to my mom's, and. Uh, <clears throat> Um, you know, she just, it, she always called me her best friend. So uh, somehow she still saw something in me yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't see. But um, anyway, the, now she's almost 17 and, and she is me all over. My mom calls us Pete and repeat. So, uh, <laughs> and funny. She's literally me all, and she wants to be too. And that's the bad thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I put them through a lot during my most recent active addiction mm -hmm. um, yeah. <clears throat> which uh you know put my whole family through yeah through hell really yeah, yeah absolutely uh, and uh you know what's what's crazy is now that I'm, I'm trying to get my life back on track and i'm trying to uh you know focus on jesus and 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 walk this walk they want the old me back right? yeah mm -hmm. and it's like man you know yeah. <laughs> Like, that's I tried tough. to escape reality, and that's who I became by doing so. Yeah. But I wasn't there like I needed to be, but yet now they tell me I miss the old you. Right. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I I just do my best to continue to lead by example, and, you know, I'm still a babe. I mean, I've like I said, I've been in and out of church my whole life, but I've never dug in, dove in, and, and mm -hmm. built my relationship with Christ uh, like I'm doing now. Yeah, but uh, anyway, and then my son, he comes along, and uh, you know I'm still up to the same shenanigans. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we lived in Forest Park again at that. Or, you know when I got, I was drinking every night, I was smoking weed every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I was you know doing pain pills. I was doing it all pretty much. Yeah, and while my wife now, uh, you know, was raising my son alone. Yeah. And um so you know, but I I couldn't see any of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There right. I, I thought I was fine. I thought that they were crazy and I thought that you know, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm I'm right here. Yeah. 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 I wasn't yeah. right there, yeah. you know. Uh, <clears throat> so unfortunately that's the way that went. Uh he's still young enough that I'm trying to make a difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um but you know, it, that's another rough road yeah. to hoe. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that brings me to, uh, I believe with my whole heart, God's an angel, uh, dressed in a Milford police department uniform yeah. on, uh, December 17th or December 15th, 2017. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> 
I was with two, uh, basically uh, two, uh, that's the word I wanted to, not runaways, but they both had active warrants and yeah. Yeah. felony warrants and whatnot, and I'm running around making deals with them, and just, it, it was bad. It was yeah. bad. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> go into full detail, but right. it was like, yeah. you know, and right before that angel came to rescue me, um, and I don't know that I should even talk about it, but you know, I I, I had just tried intravenous, uh, you know, drug usage. Uh, I just tried the needle for the first time the day before that, and um, I said I would never do it. I've had friends and family die from that exact thing, yeah. and uh, you know, if you hang out at the barber shop long enough, you know, yeah. you're going to get a haircut. So you are who you hang with. Huh? Unless you're yeah, me, right, right. Because I don't I, have I, any. Hair. I hear our sound guy laughing all the way in here. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no worries there. Um, <laughs> it, it, I've been telling my wife, I'm. I swear, I'm going bald up top. Every my, my dad, my uncles, everybody's bald, but I still have hair. <laughs> you hold on to it, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we're okay. So the angel came, right? Yeah. Um. They first walked up to the uh, the car, a different officer, I think. Uh, they had followed us into this apartment complex in Milford. They had give, been given a heads up that we went and picked up, and we were coming back to that location. Yeah. So Milford was waiting on us there at uh, Sora's on 28 to follow us in, you know, and that's what they did. And, uh, you know, I, f I figured that I'd be fine. I didn't know she had warrants. I knew he did. Mm -hmm. But... I didn't, you know, I figured they'd take him. We'd be all right. Right. Yeah. That wasn't the case. Mm. So it wasn't long. They were gone. But I was still sitting in the back of a cruiser while they searched my entire car. Well, <clears throat> he keeps coming up every few minutes, you know, asking me questions about, you know, stuff he found or, you mm -hmm. know, when, just random stuff. Right. And it's like every time he talked to me, he talked to me with so much respect and kindness and, uh, just uh I, I don't know like he was so humble you know yeah, yeah. not your typical police officer wasn't, in wasn't this day like, and age. yeah um but i would i would tell him like you know i know this is probably hard to believe but uh man you sound like me when i talk to these guys mm -hmm. but yet here i am in the thick of it right with them yeah and uh you know it's just that's that's addiction for you like it, it'll yeah. take you for a ride before you even realize that you yeah. got on it yeah, yeah. Ride, you know so that's happening that's happening they finally you know and there's several officers and cruisers at the time when they're searching and uh, finally you know it starts to die down a little bit they're done searching my car and he comes back and i just know i'm going to jail i mean mm -hmm. i had dope i had this you know i had needles i had it was bad so yeah. i don't know if you wanted me to share all this on no, here. no you're good but, uh, you're good man hey this is a real <laughs> story this is, this is your story <laughs> this is the wrong i didn't wait until about the time you went and watched my little pony i mean uh, I still haven't seen it yet. Was it good? <laughs> it's really good, actually. Rainbow is my favorite. No, I, I played with him when I was a kid. But... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so he comes back to the cruiser, and I just, you know, I, there's no question in my mind. I'm going to jail. Yeah. And uh, this is right before Christmas. It's right before both of my kids' uh, uh, Christmas plays and uh, wow. uh, uh, what do you call the musical? Yeah. The programs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So both of those were coming up, and... and Oh my God, I was just devastated, right? Yeah, but yeah. I knew that something was happening. Like, you know, my emotions were just overcoming me. And yeah. so we're getting ready to leave uh, to go to the station. And uh, I thanked him. I said, uh, Officer Clark, I just want to say thank you mm -hmm. for the respect that you've treated me with, for the kindness that you've treated me with, and uh, just for being real. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, and he said, he he said, when we get to the station, I'm gonna talk to my supervisor and see if I can get you out of here and home to your family. Wow! <laughs> and wow. I lost it. Yeah, I just started weeping. Yeah, you know. And I said, oh my god, no way. Like, yeah, yeah. And then we go to pull out, and he realizes the supervisor's still here across the parking lot there. Mm -hmm. And he says, as a matter of fact, hold on. He puts it back in park. He walks over there. 
about 30 seconds later he comes back with my little property bag with my wallet phone mm-hmm. and all that in it and a piece of paper he gets back in the cruiser and he says uh mr spratt give me just a just a minute or two here to fill this paper out and uh i'm gonna come around there uh open your door let you sign this and uh you're gonna go home to your family where you're supposed to wow. be wow and uh oh my god yeah my <laughs> you know? goodness oh my god and uh, that's what happened but i didn't just take off to go home to my family yet i uh asked him if he would pray for me and with me mm-hmm. yeah and he starts crying mm. and he says absolutely wow. and uh he says my I, I believe he said 11 years in the in the uh you know as an officer mm-hmm. he's never been asset like he's never done that wow and uh he said i would i would love to and wow. uh, <laughs> we, we stood there next to the cruiser and he prayed and we weeped and it was just incredible yeah and he said i got a lot of paperwork to do go home to your family mm-hmm. i gotta get out of here you yeah. know and i'm like wow oh my god i'm still wow. like you know i'm still bawling i can't believe what's happening yeah like, we just got busted with all this stuff and yeah they're already in jail sitting in cells and here i am about to drive home to my wife and kids yeah uh, here, here you are completely guilty yeah yeah and all of a sudden someone comes in with some radical grace oh my god <laughs> sounds kind of like jesus <laughs> i'm telling you man you know what i mean uh it, you know, it's incredible i, I <laughs> there's not a doubt in my mind that that officer clark was heaven sent yeah mm-hmm. and uh him being a, a a devout christian and and, right. and being like he handled me the way that i would expect to be handled yeah like i would you know i mean he I, I didn't expect to be handled that well at in the, you know what I mean. You treat yeah, people like absolutely. you want to be treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and that's how he treated me. Exactly mm-hmm. how I would treat you know somebody else. And uh, it, it was just incredible, man. Um, so yeah, I, at the time I didn't know it, but my wife and my mother-in-law and I think believe my kids too were at home praying wow. mm. that uh, I would come home. <laughs> yeah. And at about. Three thirty, four o'clock in the morning or something when it was about the same time that this was happening i was getting released uh something snapped and my wife she said he's coming home tonight she went in mm-hmm. and told her mom justin will be here tonight wow and sure enough sure enough wow that's incredible uh, so you know they, you can sit here and tell me till the end of times that that wasn't right uh you know divine um intervention yeah i guess yeah, you would yeah, call it. yeah yeah uh but you know i'm I, i'm not gonna believe you no, <laughs> I, I know it yeah, was yeah no, you know, absolutely. Uh, so yeah uh here's the bad thing that wasn't the complete end of it yeah yep you know that, it, this is addiction man uh yeah. it's crazy you know and uh even though all that grace was shown and uh you know, I, I was home when I should be sitting in a jail cell. Something, and I see it now, you know, it definitely was the enemy, man. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. trying to pull me right back into that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I did do well for a little while. And then I, I went back to work. And the alone time that I spent in the truck and crossing paths with the same old guys mm-hmm. that i you know uh where all this started yeah yeah um led you know one thing led to another so yeah, yeah. uh again i found myself well not again but I, I found myself sitting in my semi at uh an asphalt plant in cleves ohio and uh i was trying to uh give myself a shot mm-hmm. and i just couldn't make it happen and I tried everywhere. Wow. Probably 50 times. Wow. Literally. I, I just couldn't do it. I was I blew veins out left and right. Like, I it just, you know what I mean? Wow. I, I had bruises everywhere that night. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but eventually, it hit me like, it's not going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can keep trying if you want to, but it's not going to work. Yeah. 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 You know? Like... <laughs> uh and mind you by this time i had gotten back into church and uh, i think i'd been baptized already uh by mm-hmm. pastor tanner yeah uh 
you know, before this happened. Um, but, uh, you know, it's something I, like I knew that that was the spirit of God. Yeah. And he wasn't going to allow that back into this temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> praise God. You yeah. know, that, that, yeah. that was that way. And, and that was the end of it. Like I said, you know what? No, this is over with. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so I got rid of that and then that was that. And I did well for a while. And then, uh, I put myself in a situation that I knew I shouldn't have, and I'll mm-hmm. let you guess what happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it wasn't intravenously, but, uh, you know, either way, I, I did it again. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, when are you going to learn? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but that only happened twice, praise God. And uh, the last time was on March 31st, 2020. So we're coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Complete. Huge. Yeah. I haven't touched it. Yeah. 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 Hey, Jesus. So, yeah. And, and, and what's crazy is, is, you know, the, the, the clean time that I did have before the couple times, you know, half of those were like uh, incarceration and rehab. Right. 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 Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy to stay clean in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and I've heard that. I mean, I've heard that from people that I, I've had connections with that you know they can they can go through that period they can feel like they're they've got this but there's something about you know i've always said to people um and i remember when we went through the citizens police academy i talked a lot about this because we we are designed to crave community like i mean we we are as people i mean even those who say that they're introverts there is a component of them that they they crave community of some sort and, um, you know, I know Beth and I, we've got so many people that we went to school with or that we've been connected with or that we've met or known who've struggled in that area. I lost um, both of my uncles to heroin overdose. Yeah. And my, my cousin, actually, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's the epidemic we need to be focused yeah. on. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is. Well, and, and the thing <clears throat> is, and this is, this, is, this is just what's so dangerous for people to understand, because people crave community like a lot of people can look at addicts they can look at at a life of addiction and they can you know they can write them off they can you know fill in the blank right they can do whatever they want there but the reality is is that we all crave community and the problem becomes where you build your community yeah because just like what you were talking about earlier there is those people that knew you when you were in that community who are Mm -hmm. coming to you saying Hey, remember when you were, remember, I loved when you were, yeah, and sure. there's, there is this, there's this pull to come back yeah. into that community. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing that we all have to do is, you know, a lot of people say, look at who you surround yourselves with. Like you, you got to ask yourself, do I want to become the people that are around me? Yeah. You know, and if the answer is, eh, then you need to rethink, you know, wh- what are you surrounding yourself with? That's why. You know, when we talked about doing church on Saturday night, one of the reasons why we did that is because um, I believe it may have been Officer Groves who had said something about, you know, Saturday nights are such a problem for this area because there's not a lot of positive things happening in the community on a Saturday night. And so it was one of those things for us that we were like, okay, well, maybe we can give some positive outlet, some positive thing to try to help people who are looking for a new type of community, a different way, because without community, look, someone's going to find it somewhere. They're going to find community in some way. And unfortunately, I'm just, I'm, I might get in trouble for this. I don't know. I'm just going to say it the way I say it. A lot of times the community that you were in, was stronger than the community of the church and that and that's that's a sad state of affairs because people will say well i felt like i could be honest and real and i could be myself there but in the church i'm putting on this face i'm trying to do this other thing so that i can fit in i can look the part i can play the part i can do all the things that i'm supposed to do all all while fighting that feeling of i'm being judged absolutely that was a problem for me yeah Yeah. you know for sure Especially when you've been in it, like you said, since you were young. So, like, that's who Justin was, right? Right, exactly. That's what you were known for, yeah. you know? So, yeah. that would... Well, your identity. Like, yeah, yeah. That, your identity exactly. was wrapped up overcome. in it. Oh. I mean, and it absolutely was. Like, yeah. I worked yeah. night shift for 11 years in yeah. a dump truck, and I was the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They that's knew it. it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was that guy. Like, it, 
they came to me. Yeah. And that's that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible, mm-hmm. man, but that's who I was. And see, there again, God shows his grace because I would leave the shop every night in my truck with so much mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. paraphernalia and scales mm-hmm. and baggies and Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's one thing to get caught with all that in your car. Yeah. But as a commercial driver oh my gosh. in a commercial vehicle. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, the, the, the severity of that is huge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that did become my identity. Mm-hmm. And uh, The devil's certainly going to use that against you. You know, you know it, here's the sad so what part, you though, were is, is it, with. it builds you up. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not in the way that you would want to be built, yeah. but at the same time, I'm finding this You're important. Yeah. Right? You're important. You, there's value associated to your life. There's yeah. people that come to you for things. And, and and that's why, you know, I know from the outside, a lot of people will look in that environment and say, well, I could never. And I could, you know, whatever that's the right. story is. You know what? Maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're not struggling with an addiction in this way, but maybe you've struggled with addiction of gossiping. Yeah, and right. you know what? Everyone does come to me because... Because guess what? I'm the source, and I feed it out, and it gets them all jacked. And yeah, what? Sure. listen, I don't, I don't, you fill in the blank with whatever you want. Because at the end of the day, we all crave that. Um, you, you want to feel important. You want yeah. to feel valued, and you can feel you can be important and valued for good morals and good things. But I'll be honest with you. It's a whole lot easier to go down the path the other way, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, because it's a battle. I mean, yeah. you, I mean, I'm sure you'd say, you know, like this. It ain't over, man. I mean, this is right. a, it's a constant thing it, that it you, never will be. Yeah, you've got to constantly get your um, face in the word and try. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Let Jesus hold on tight. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, if I don't, you know, and I have, and and it's still, you know, right. like I, I can honestly say I haven't had cravings or or or. Uh, you know, even many triggers in the last, man, I, I mean, at least six months probably yeah. that, that I mm-hmm. haven't really yeah. thought much about it, yeah. which is amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so. But you found community, right? I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah. you, and I know this because I know <clears throat> your guys' schedule as a family, yeah. um, because you work really hard to be in community i mean i i swear i i think at times you guys are at church you know five six times a week yeah um through different meetings in the evenings or whatever it may be um to because it is one of those things that you get to point you've got to keep yourself engaged right you've got to keep yourself you've got to fill up the days so that there's not a spot (laughs) where something else can be squeezed in right that's exactly exactly what i did and uh and, 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 and actually still am, but, but yeah. here's the thing. Um, that's not enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic uh, started mm-hmm. about a year ago now, um, that was my schedule. Yeah. Every single day of yeah. the week, mm-hmm. yep. I was in a church mm-hmm. doing something. Yep. And yes, it kept me so focused that I never, you know. But all of a sudden, the yeah. lights are off. Just like you that. got it. You yeah. got it. When everything's shut down, mm-hmm. yeah, I ended up Figured. relapsing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but here's here's what I learned. I was in the middle of a Celebrate Recovery Step Study at the time, and we had to shut that down too. Well, in the time between shutting that down and coming back, I relapsed again, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which was the last time. Yeah. So uh, when we came back to group, I shared that, and I said that when everything went away, man. Uh, you know everything that i had put in place mm-hmm. now this is physically right to keep myself clean and away from where i know i shouldn't be uh when that all went away i failed yeah, yeah. i failed mm-hmm. well then it dawned on me it hit me you know that's because your focus was on just that yeah right mm-hmm. like yeah. my focus was on celebrate recovery on mondays and tuesdays right my focus was on church on wednesday mm-hmm. reformers unanimous on thursday yep. yeah. celebrate recovery on friday yeah real church on saturday yep and back to church on sunday mm-hmm. two different ones yeah sometimes three yeah like it literally well, and, we, and we you, would go to church in the morning up. at williams corner yep yeah. leave there go to hillsborough mm-hmm. to cross life leave there and go to Tommy Bates. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. literally, or, or back to, you know, right. uh, one of the churches locally. Yeah. So, you know, it dawned on me in that first meeting back after, uh, 
you know, everything started to pick up again the first time. Um, that my rock, my fortress, my 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 strong tower was there all along, and I mm-hmm. did not utilize them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's when cool. I realized that that was the problem, that's where I failed. Mm-hmm. Is not keeping it. You know, when 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 Peter stepped out of that boat, as long as he was looking at Jesus, he could have mm-hmm. walked all the way to the shoreline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the minute that he allowed his eyes to come off of Jesus into, yeah, you know what I mean. He mm-hmm. began to sink. Yeah. And that's life. Yeah. It's yeah. life. Yeah. If, if, if you know. I'm a firm believer now that uh, you know, the spiritual realm is is, is bigger and uh, more powerful by far than this physical realm that we live right. in. Now, a lot of people would think that sounds crazy, right? Right. Uh, but I believe that, man. I mean, you know, the Bible says, you know, that God they're in the heavenly realms, right? Like, or not mm-hmm. realms. It doesn't say in there. I think the New Passion translation uses realms <laughs> a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. You know, I mean, the unseen world, the supernatural. Uh, Well, I think, you know, when you first started talking, you were talking about how, yeah, you were raising the church, but at the end of the day, you didn't really have a relationship, right? right? Mm -hmm. And even even in what you've gone through, you've had relationship, but even a lot of that relationship has been with people who have been maybe in relationship or whatever it is. Right, right. Like I said, we, we crave community, we crave belonging, we crave that. And so just like you said, well, March, losing all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, March, <laughs> then everything gets shut off. The only thing outside of your family, right? The only thing that you truly have is that relationship between you and Christ. Yeah. And it, you know, what you what you can find out, because I mean I've experienced it, when everything else gets removed. And the only thing that you have, the only pillar that you have is your relationship with Jesus. And yes. you turn over and you look at that pillar and you go, it's like a friggin' toothpick, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't built this up at all. Like, I, right. I, yeah, yeah. I don't have that that as strong as a foundation as I thought I had. Yeah. I don't have what I need. And that it's a it's a point of decision, right? I mean, right. you're looking at the fork of the road and you're saying, hey, what am I about to do? Am I about to just snap that toothpick and just say, forget it? Right. Or am I going to start... I don't know, putting mortar around. I don't know what you do at that point. I mean, if you start with well, a I mean, toothpick, you already I mean, like I don't know. used a toothpick as a uh, <laughs> Jesus is a toothpick. So no, 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 uh, no, 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 not Jesus. <laughs> your Jesus relationship. That's your know, relationship. Right. Okay. That's Ooh, so funny. That was close, man. Jesus, uh, Jesus is uh, right oh, on the tree. Hey, altar call tonight. You're gonna yeah. need to repent, buddy. Pastor, real church called Jesus a toothpick. Right? Was he at least a minty one? for like over 40 days he probably was but but you know what i'm saying there like um you realize there listen and and it's that way for everybody there are moments in your life when you then realize that the only thing that you have to lean on is that relationship that you've built with christ and if it is non-existent if you uh, kristen said it in the last podcast if you've been trying to piggyback off of someone else's faith yeah all of a sudden when that person's removed you're on shaky ground right yeah. you're gonna you're yeah. more than likely you're gonna fail you're gonna fall yeah. you're, you know i was um, just telling tom the other day i was like our relationship needs to be so strong with jesus that if everything was taken away and we just had jesus he's enough he's enough yes, for absolutely. our joy our happiness yes. everything and i'm yeah. like that's the kind of love that i want to have for jesus oh to wear yes if I lost everything, like Job, yeah. I'm okay yeah. because right. I know, you know. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, absolutely. And you so. know, even though we know now, like when the situations arise, that it, it's hard to remember. It is. Sometimes, let alone believe yeah. when everything's falling apart around you. Yeah, uh, that's why we got to be in the know, word that, every day. <laughs> right, it's that focus where it's supposed to be, not on yeah. the physical. You know, fill my time up throughout every day mm-hmm. of the week, but stand in the word of god right? yeah. and, and and storing that word of god in my heart and uh you know keeping jesus in my focus not yeah. losing that focus and that's hard to do yeah yeah uh, going back to what you said you know looking for community or uh i forget the word exactly you use belonging i think you said yeah. um you know one of my uh counselors that i had uh peter layton god bless him i love him to death again another strong christian put mm-hmm. in my life uh, at the right time he said you know I, I believe that what everybody wants is to be fully known fully understood 
and fully accepted mm-hmm. right for yeah. who we really are yeah yeah and uh we'll we'll do anything and put on any type of mask to try yeah. to be that mm-hmm. you know to find that acceptance yep. when even if we do find it it's false right you know yeah. it's not it's not real yeah and mm-hmm. uh that's what we're trying to be here is real right yeah, yeah. i mean i think that's you know, I think that's the journey that everyone's on is is because uh, you can fall into that trap of becoming something that you're not or becoming something that you don't want to be because yeah, sure. of that longing to belong. Uh, Absolutely. And I think I, I, what's funny is, you know, uh, again, people from an outside perspective can say and clarify and decide a lot of things from where they sit. But if you honestly look around your own situation in your own life, you know, I don't think anyone can say that they haven't had moments where they fell into that. Well, I really wanted to connect or I wanted to be along and I wanted to feel like I was a part of the whatever it is. Right. Sure. Um, you know, and and there's there are always consequences for the sacrifices that you make. Yeah, there's absolutely. always consequences. Yes. No matter no matter how big or how small they are, there's consequences. Well, every action. Yeah. has a reaction and a consequence, right? right. Whether yeah. that's good or mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we have to be aware of what that consequence might be mm-hmm. going into the decision, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I think was... just we, we just randomly go with it right. before we think about it so often that, you know, looking for that acceptance. Like, this is what I'm expected to do. So yeah. you just run for it mm-hmm. before you realize that, uh, you know, you've, you've made a wrong choice. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> You can say something, Beth. I was going to just add that I, what I think is so beautiful is while people may have not have known all the things that you were going through, you were still, you started ministering outside of your home with the, I think you called it pondering proverbs, yeah, was sure. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to see, you had a lot of people watch you, and you were reaching people despite this, these horrible things you're battling with. You were still pouring out, and God was still using you. And. I, I know we got to watch a couple of them where we were so proud of you and they they were just beautiful and I just thought what a beautiful thing that here you're struggling with this and God's still using you in it and you're still allowing him to use you and that shows you that you love him with all your heart and he's using you despite what you're going through and what you're battling and sure. I think you reached a lot of people in that in that in that old group as well. You know I keep and you're right absolutely uh i didn't believe that mm-hmm. while i was doing it yeah. you know what i mean you mm-hmm. may not have felt it yeah, but yeah. we could see it yeah and, see and that's what i yeah. hear from everybody and and, yeah. and and see i haven't done one in so long now right yeah. that oh my god it's like climbing mount everest mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean yeah to, yeah. to hit mm-hmm. record yeah yeah um so but you had a lot of people watching those well and i think i, I like. think part of it is too is you know and i've said this so much that people people have gotten things so backwards in the church where um, they've looked at the pastor or the pastoral staff or the throne warmers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, um, right. yeah, yeah. Where they've, they've gotten such a perspective of these individuals that um, they feel like they almost can't do it. And to be quite honest, most of those people can't do it. Um, right. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I cannot connect with and minister to the people that God has intended you to minister to. Sorry. Yeah, I, I believe that. There, there, is, there, are, you know, there are keys that go to specific doors. And if That's I right. don't have the right key, there's, you know, walls are not going to break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opportunities are not going to present themselves. But if, if Bethany or if Justin has a connection with that person where – you can be honest. You can be real. You can be vulnerable with that person. Sure. You know, a, a total stranger being vulnerable with me doesn't necessarily rock my world all the time. But someone who's close to me, who's being very honest right. about their own struggle and their own challenge, who knows that I'm going to see them after this, who knows yeah. that I'm going to be in the same community right. of them right. afterwards, that's a completely different experience. And that is how – right. Listen, the the only way that you evangelize, the only way that you share the gospel, in my opinion, is through relationships. And it is right. impossible for a pastor of Isn't any that church, what the R of is, any size. Yeah, relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible for any any church of any size for the pastor to be able to handle that. Because 
I do not have the personality to connect with everybody under the sun. Right. right? It, 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 it doesn't body. work that way. We need the body working effectively together. So sure. for you, you might you might be like, dude, I, I don't feel like anyone's watching that at all. But you know what? There are people that are in your network. And listen, we've we've had this happen to us so many times where we'll say no one's coming to the church. We're not hearing anything from anyone. Yeah, I, I was there. I what, seen what, what's, yeah. what's the story? I mean, literally, we, we can name it off. What are we doing with our time? What are we doing here? What are we are doing we here? Are we even doing anything? And then right. we will go to a birthday party, and someone who is practically a total stranger to us comes up and says, we listened to your message on blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and sure. it, right, it wrecked our world and our whole way of thinking. We shared it with, come here, come here. Uh, you know, and someone comes over, and they tell us, and Beth and I are like, why the crap didn't you say something? <laughs> right, you know right. I mean? yeah. Like, come on, you're like, give me some But you watching. don't know the people that you're reaching, that you're connecting. Yeah. It's and, so true. And to be honest, so a lot of the people that you're ministering to, they may never comment because they don't want everyone else to see yeah, mm-hmm. sure. what it's doing to their heart. Because sure. they're not ready to open up. They're not ready to share that. And so, sure, sure. you know, it, it, you're spot on, Beth, in, in saying that, like, you don't know the people that you've ministered and that you've encouraged in that. And that, I mean, that's the way Jesus works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, You've like, uh, the seeds, though. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's it. He puts yeah. those people in your path mm-hmm. just, I mean, right where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Whether we know it or see it or, you know, even accept it. Yeah. yeah. It's still his work and, and he knows what he's doing. He doesn't make mistakes. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Well, I mean, and it blesses <laughs> our heart, too, especially mine, because losing both my uncles to heroin when I was just a teenager, like, it's terrible. I just hated drugs so much. Like right, I was sure. the girl who every report I was like, "Don't! This is why you shouldn't do drugs. This sure. is why," because I'd gone through that. And but our heart has been to minister to those type of people. Yeah. But we haven't necessarily gone through it ourselves, other than being affected by the death that it causes right. and destruction that it causes and the ripple so, effect. Yeah. The pain so that comes from that. Yeah. getting to get connected with someone like you who has gone through it. You have so much opportunity to minister to people because you know what it's like and you've been through it and now you do have the rock. So you're right. on a strong ground, you know? Yeah. Amen. yeah. But it blesses us to see how you can affect that because that's our heart to affect it. But we don't necessarily have all the right tools to reach right. people like you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's funny because uh, uh, I, I felt a calling or, or a leading to be that ministry in this church mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh well you know there 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 are people who um in in and part of it is where we as pastors have failed to appropriately recognize and sure. um and really get all of the members of the body moving right it, it, it's Look, there's a, you know, there's a, when you think about a church, right? Here's what you think about lead pastor or senior pastor, whatever you want to call it, youth pastor, children pastor, worship pastor, keyboard pastor. Yeah, right. I mean, whatever, (laughs) right? Media pastor. I mean, just fill them. And so let's, let's say if all of those are, you're talking seven or eight. Seating team pastor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're talking, you're talking (laughs) seven, eight slots. And then you have, millions of people who profess to be Christians who say, I don't fit in those seven slots. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So how I, oh, so I just come and I, you know, I, I tithe or whatever church. I do. <laughs> sure. That's how, okay, that's how I participate. It's wrong mm-hmm. because what we've done is we've taken people who are intended to be active members of the bride of Christ and we've alienated them just to be pew warmers mm-hmm. and in doing so there is a harvest out there that no one is re- reaping that no one is tapping into just because you know pastors don't know how to do it they're they're afraid someone's going to say something well if 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 he got out there he might he might say a curse word or he he <laughs> might do something that 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 i get in trouble with and they take my license and my dog from me i yeah, mean sure. i don't know what they do but you're not um, supporting them and what they're good at. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you that Beth and I, Beth and I, we had our own experience in that. That um, you know, as you as you go to launch a church and you go to get people active, we have this pressure to have 
someone who agrees on every single line, every single idea, mm-hmm. every single thing that, you know, hey, that's the perfect team. You know, the perfect team thinks exactly the way that we do and wants to do exactly the same things we do. And then we realize that that's not the case. Sure. Because God, very challenging. God created us all differently <laughs> and uniquely. Sometimes. And there's and we've all got sins and we've all got gaps mm-hmm. and we've all got yeah, struggles. Sure. And so there we is can't no perfect people. We can't call ourselves <laughs> real church um, if we can't be real ourselves mm-hmm. and be able to recognize that. And so, you know, people like yourself, you have well, a gifting in that that you have to be able to tap into. I absolutely and I think that uh now I'm speaking from a personal perspective here or standpoint, but uh I think we need to know who we're supposed to be in God in Christ, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like Paul talks about fivefold ministry, four uh, eleven, mm-hmm. uh, Ephesians, you know, and he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're each supposed to line up with one of those yeah. gifts, mm-hmm. and uh, until we know what that is for us personally. Um, it's hard for you as a pastor to know where I fit right. in because I don't even know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not until we, 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 we get into this word and realize, like, you know, there's a bigger picture. Yeah, for and, all of us. Yes, yeah. right. For right. all of us, not for five or six people in the church hierarchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I think that's the thing that, you know, um, you know, I, I can remember times in our own life where, um, people would would question any ministry that was being done outside of the church itself. Yeah. Like yeah. the church is the hub. We got right? a lot if of it's heat not, for that. If it's if that ministry isn't birthed out of a church, then it isn't a ministry. Or you didn't yeah, go to ministry school. Yeah, yeah, what, whatever it is, right? And so you know what we have to understand is that we're all uniquely called to serve and it and it it made me i I wanted to ask this question as we got into that discussion is like so for you where are what are some of your most favorite ways to serve like what are some of your most favorite serving moments that you've experienced yourself personally like man when i did this at so and so or whatever it was like it just it like i come i come alive when i when i serve in that way uh well i think you've uh We've kind of hit it right on the, the nail right on the head. Um, it, I'm learning right now, you know, mm-hmm. where yeah. that is for me. And yeah. uh, looking back on, uh, you know, the things that have happened so far, I would have to say that it's when I help addicts. It's when I yeah. help people mm-hmm. that I can relate to and I know what they're going through. And if I can pull them out of that, it's so rewarding. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's not that it's me doing it. And I right. don't want credit for right. it. But the spirit within me is mm-hmm. so full when the I righteous do. anger. I feel it, like, you oh know? my god, yeah. to mm-hmm. see them free. You yes, know? Yeah. yes. I mean, it's you know, it's just incredible. Because um, I know how hard it is. I, I know what it's like. I, I you know. Well, and that's it. I mean, you you knowing it, you experiencing it. You know, you can see the value of of going through that process and, yeah. and and again because you've been so exposed to it and because god has done the things that you've seen in your life um you know it is it's something that's it is it's placed there and it is to be used it is to be activated right. you know it's, it's like uses everything for the good yeah, yeah and it's, it's like even Amen. and i can tell you this just as a word of encouragement like when when i first felt like okay god is calling me to step out and to do this you know pastoral thing whatever it is um yeah um the thing that is interesting is the first thing that you do i believe that any pastor or young preacher or whatever fill in the blank but there's a lot of blanks i'm leaving today but um but when you look at that the first thing that people immediately start doing is comparing themselves to other people yeah. mm-hmm. to try to figure out how can I be like this person? How can I be like that person? Sure, sure. We all, we all put these people on pedestals and, 
um, the problem. Or you think you need to preach a certain you know, way. Right, you have to preach. I got to preach a certain way or I got to build it this certain way or I got to do it. that You know, I got to talk this way so that they'll, you know, man, people really like a Southern pastor's uh, uh, dialect. So I got to start talking more like that. And I got whatever. The, sure. I mean, I, I didn't do a ton of that. I well, mean, I that would not be to interrupt insane, you, Pastor, but, but real quick, I, I, I believe that goes right back to what I just said before. Right. Us not knowing who we're supposed to be. Yeah, right. And that's it. So if I knew who I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be like you. Right. I would mm-hmm. want to be the best me that yeah. I could be, right? Yeah. So I think, again, it's not until we find our yeah. purpose in yep. Christ and yeah. God's will that we begin to find comfort in right. our own skin, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you find out ways to work with the people that you admired or, yeah, you know, absolutely. you want instead of just sitting there be like man i wish i could you know it must be nice to drive a brand new truck right you know what i mean it must be nice to have a church i could do that all day long what's that gonna do for me yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah instead i can come and talk to you like look man yeah uh uh, we've talked about this before we're missing something here Mm -hmm. like it's time Mm -hmm. for action yeah and i believe more than more now than ever that it is just that um it's time for action man right we got we got yeah and that's that is something i admire about you guys so much is you don't stay in the hub right right Mm -hmm. that 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 you realize that you know what it's not about the building and who is sitting in the pews right yeah it's about who can we go and serve today who can we go Mm -hmm. help who can we go pull out of a situation right that they can't get out of alone right Mm -hmm. um and that's what it's about, man. Right. That's what Christ would do. Oh, that's it's exactly the life that he lived and walked Absolutely. about, you know. Yeah. You don't read in the scriptures, you know, Jesus went here and held his 14-day revival and then he went here sure. and he drawed everyone into the church. Now, he yes, he taught in the synagogues and that happened. Yeah. But when you read and you talk about the ministry of Jesus, it was out there, not in inside this building well, did, or whatever didn't he run everybody out of the synagogues because yeah, he it, did, yeah. They, they were doing the wrong because like you said <laughs> right, they yep. were inverted mm-hmm. yep yep mm-hmm. They, they, they were doing exactly the opposite wrong, of what they should have been right but truly i feel happening. like that god wants us to be how our personality is like yeah. like yeah. justin you have your own style and right. that's that's how you teach the word just be yeah. you and i know when we planted this church i really struggled at that at first because i thought I'm not like other pastors' wives. Yeah, like sure. I giggle and I laugh, and I am not a great speaker. And <laughs> come to find I out, though, that's what makes hair. it work. That's what makes it work, right? Here, right? Yeah, and so I mean, we've grown in that. That yeah. I can be me. God made right. me. Yes, God made me like that. I don't have to act like a another pastor's wife who's very polished and can do right. everything it, perfectly eloquently. Right. But listen but. <laughs> again, you don't see it from from the outside looking in. Yeah. You are polished. You are right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, wow. You yeah. know, Michael, walk away. You're That's not. right. <laughs> hey. Don't drop that mic. Please don't drop that mic. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but we're learning no. this. We're learning this as a body that yeah we need to be who we are. Absolutely. As long as we're being groomed by the Father in that, then let's keep being who yeah, we are sure, as He sure. takes us on yeah. the path and straightens us out and That's fixes right. us. Well, we well, need to be teachable, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. We, we have to stop. We have to stop being so close-minded and yeah. thinking we know what's mm-hmm. best. Yeah. And you know, drop our guard. Like humble yeah. ourselves enough mm-hmm. to to be taught. Yeah. Um. How to live the life yeah, you're man. supposed to live. I, I mean, mean, I know I'm being taught stuff every day. Um, I mean, I'm wow, old. dude, this <laughs> is. Yeah, man, did you hear that? It's deep. Yeah, it's deep. Huh? I'm still yeah. learning that new truck. That's why. Um, yeah. no, uh, so, so you know, I know we're we're coming up on time, but I wanted to ask you um, a couple of things, and, and I know I already know what the answer is to this one, but I have to ask the question. Um, and so, you know maybe kind of finish us off as we talk about, you know, I know you, you've connected into a, in a lot of different places, right? You've yeah. got, a, you've got your, your hands and a little bit of everywhere because mm-hmm. of what we talked about earlier and being able to be connected and, and how it, how it helps serve what you're, what you're doing and what you've gone through. Right. So how did you, you know, how did you come to, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you don't, maybe you're like, I dude, I have no clue, but um, you know, how did you end up, having real church being one of those places and what would you say is your favorite real church moment yeah yeah good questions <laughs> uh, 
as you said, you know the answer to the one. I'm going to save it for last. Though. <laughs> uh, so how did I come to find myself attending real church? Is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, yeah. It, how, it, did, how did we first connect? I think I might know. How did you find us? I could us? be wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. I found you in a gymnasium at I, the school. That's what I was thinking oh, really? it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Uh, uh, I think it was the Goshen. I know. I think it was the Goshen Ready Fest. Well, uh, was no, it? that was the second. I think. Uh, oh, maybe you're uh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I met yeah. you at the at the uh, school supply thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, get. Oh, and yeah. Pastor yeah. Tanner introduced me to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And okay. Derek from Heartland. Yeah. Right, yeah. Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I met both of you there at the same time. Uh, yeah, love that guy too, man. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, they're great. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I met you there, and. I said, man, I gotta check that place out sometime. You told me it's a Saturday night thing, the first Saturday of the month. Like we don't, have, we eat, we we fellowship. Right. We, yeah, I'm thinking like, man, that's different. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Bunch of it, sounds so, it sounds so appealing. Like I gotta right. check this out. And uh, well, I kept saying that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it, it was right after that the the Goshen night out. Yeah. Um, that I saw you running around in a, or Chris one running around in a in a in a T Rex costume. Oh yeah, that was that was Devin in the Duncan booth. <laughs> oh and, yeah, and, and I'm like, dude, real, they're doing it, dude. Like, I have to, I have to learn more about real church. So, um, yeah, I mean, one thing led to another, man. And uh, one day on a Saturday, we were sitting mm-hmm. there, and I said, uh, we're going to real church tonight. Yeah, and uh, man, I'm so glad we did. Yeah, I'm so glad yeah we did. great connection, man, <laughs> I, for sure. Uh, I, you know, I know we've we've missed quite a bit here lately. Uh, again, you know, I think I put too much on my plate. Yeah, often mm-hmm. like uh, we all do. Yeah, it, it, it just wears me down, and it's like, yeah. man. But anyway, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll pick back up on our attendance. Yeah. Uh, but that leads me into another story. Uh, I was attending here one night and. You, Pastor, decided that it would be a testimony night. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool, you know? <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, uh, my wife and I, well, my fiance, or well, my girlfriend, I guess, yeah. of 15 <laughs> years, right? Uh, ended up going up to, to share a little bit of our testimony. And uh, I knew that there had been something weighing really heavy on her heart mm-hmm. and uh not so much mine yet I, it was starting to uh i was starting to see why it was important mm-hmm. um uh you know to, to to move forward in that yeah uh, so with that being said i just you know after everything i've put her through and 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 oh my god the fact that she's still here today Mm-hmm. is just yeah I, that's god you know yeah, what i mean like absolutely another angel yeah mm-hmm. another angel for sure. in my life like uh but with that being said man um i knew and especially right in that moment what was really 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 like weighing on our heart mm-hmm. and uh that was the fact that that, that we were co-inhabited we weren't married yeah mm-hmm. right yeah yeah uh you know i never saw the importance in it and i said man it's a piece mm-hmm. of paper in god's eyes we're married like right. this is, this was my thinking right yeah. yeah yeah uh and you know that to some degree may be true i don't know yeah i mean yeah. they used to recognize common law after seven years mm-hmm. and they don't do that anymore but uh you know the more that i spent time in church and 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 in the word and uh more so than anything just just seeing the hurt uh in her Mm -hmm. um you know she was still there she after everything that i put her through she still stood by me yeah Mm -hmm. and you know that just it finally clicked i said she's not going anywhere yeah Mm -hmm. you know yeah and and neither am i so Mm -hmm. with that being said you know, these are my thoughts right before mm-hmm. <laughs> I dropped my knee right there in front of the altar. And I proposed to Larissa Heaton at the time. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think I caught everybody off guard, oh, even myself. We like, no oh, one was prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that Chris was recording. Oh, we got a great story now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then lo and behold, in the middle of a pandemic, Pastor marries us. Yeah. Uh, you know. So Six now. Six feet apart. <laughs> And, and listen, we're days away from our one-year anniversary. Yeah, man. It is. It's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. So, man, man, what a story. That's yeah. A uh, I mean, it's, it's hard it, to believe it's mine. It's, <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a crazy, because I, I remember that day vividly, because, 
you know, Bethany will check in on me and she'll be like, you doing all right? You got your plans for tonight? And I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something different tonight. And, uh, and it's honestly one of the most memorable nights that we have as a church for a hundred different reasons, but that being one of them. And, uh, um, and I remember, I remember, I think maybe we went to Chick-fil-A after that. I can't remember. I think it was (laughs) back in the day. Well, we we tried to, I think. And, yeah, maybe. and it was too busy, and then we switched. We went yeah, to like we're always, we probably places, went 12 places. Like, I, I, I think we ended up back at Chipotle. <laughs> I, I can, I can, it's Try always faithful. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I remember people saying to us, like, wow, what an insane night. And they're like, there was a proposal at the testimony service. Yeah, like, who does that? that was like, <laughs> what well, happened? Like, right. That is yes. what happened. So. That's in real, that real man. Like, you know. one, it's one of our favorite memories. So, oh, mine too. Uh, so for it, sure. it, it's up there for sure. But, uh, but everyone wants to know, would you choose ketchup or mustard for the rest oh, of your here life? Here she goes. She always does this one. question. Uh, it would definitely be mustard. Really? Yeah, oh, for sure. Surprising. For sure. Oh, wow. Kim's going to be happy Especially about Especially if it's, if it's like uh, honey crunchy corn dogs. Okay, okay. Oh, dude. It's where it's Give at. me the bottle of French's. So French, fri- French fries without the ketchup. Uh, well, I, well, he didn't I like say him, that. He didn't say that. He'd Not have Mc- to. That's his choice. Oh, for the rest of fresh eternity. McDonald's French fries with salt. <laughs> Don't need ketchup. So we're good. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, I'm good. I'm good. Well, the yeah. verdict's in. Is that the right word? The yeah, verdict's yeah, in? Yeah. Okay. What, what was it? It's in. I yeah, the, the verdict's in. in. The yeah, verdict no, that's is true. in. That's true. Yes. Well, um... Well, I think that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so seriously, we'll keep I mean, you in our prayers continually. Thank you Everyone so much. listening, yes. keep lifting Justin yeah. up. Thank you yeah, so much. As you've, um, I mean, and I'll do the same. And this is, this sure is as well. I mean, this is uh, a part of being vulnerable, right? And yeah, sharing, for sure, man. Yeah. sharing this kind of stuff. But I know from our perspective, um, I think it's incredible what your the journey that you're on. You know, your journey is yeah, not right, over. Oh, yeah. The journey that you're on, and that. Um, that you know, you're still working on stuff, right? You're still getting there, and yeah, oh man, but, I'm, I'm a long ways off. But the grace, <laughs> but the grace are. of yeah. God, we're going. The grace of God is good, oh, and God. um, you know, He's giving you opportunity to share and to minister in so many different ways. Some of them that you thought, oh, maybe I don't know, you know, yeah. that that it, it truly does minister to people. And so again, it's time for action. Yeah, right? that's it. That's it. So, well, we appreciate you being with yes. us and sharing your story. Thank you so uh, much. Thanks for having today, me. Today, yeah. for sure. And uh, um, we'll look forward to coming back at you guys with our next real story at the beginning of May. May. Yeah. So awesome. With that, thanks Thank again you, to Justin. <laughs> Thank you. God bless everybody. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great morning, day, night. Is that how I'm always going to end this? Morning, day, Morning, day night, night, afternoon. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know when they're listening. Have a great life. Month, season. Wait, maybe we can. Maybe season. Chris can set something Months? up where when they go to listen, it can ask them, "Are you listening go, in the morning, morning, day, or night?" And they like push a button, and then it'll just. I'll just say day. And it'll. What swap if we just out. switch around and tell them to have good thoughts? Yeah. Have Why would you say something? <laughs> take, the, take the time out of the he, equation. He have good thoughts. Thing, pondering Proverbs. He's <laughs> right. always pondering. Yeah, right. pondering yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. On that note, goodbye. Ponder we love that. you guys. <laughs>